most of the times you are not even acknowledging or aware of the fact that we have programmed ourselves so that's the beginning of it i would say so once we realize that it is all coming from conditioning all coming from programming i am not even going into what is right programming and wrong programming or right conditioning and wrong conditioning because we are not the experts on that but when it comes to recognizing i think that is the path towards freedom welcome to 13 13 is a podcast about being and creating In this podcast we acknowledge the mundane and celebrate the everyday. Here we interact, read and share our experiences with an intent to be and to create. Your hosts for today are Prasanna and myself Shantesh. Let's get started. Words create world. All the words which we see in our life. Let us take for example money. when i say a 100 rupee note or a 1 dollar or a 1 euro the other person also believes in that and gives the same kind of relatability to that currency only because there is an agreement for this world and both the parties agree that it is money otherwise it is just a piece of paper the way we relate to words and the world which is created around us the inner world also gets created by our words and it has a more powerful impact i would argue on ourselves and our quality of life so say for example as a child if i say my handwriting is not good now that statement or that point of view remains as a reality for me for the whole life and then i take on that statement to a new level altogether by saying that because my handwriting is not good i cannot be a good writer i cannot do good writing i cannot come in front of people i cannot write on board i cannot come on stage so there are 100 other things which get created so how a word can create an inner world is the conversation of the day to day shantish when you say word creates world the first thing that naturally comes to my mind is the outer world but when you touch this aspect of inner world the first thing that i that is coming to my mind is how we start creating words itself uh and let's look at words and what that world is also that we live in and then take the conversation from there so the first words that come to a child are that they are trying to say something basically and in hindi i think they are known as swaras and vyanjana instead of alphabets so the swaras are the basic notes or the sounds and vyanjana are the uh, add ons that you create using your lip throat or tongue so the first sound that a baby makes is a ah, or something of that sort but then uh the baby is naturally sort of trained or comes with this knowledge of how to drink the milk from mother and that suckling sound when it to make that when the baby closes the mouth when the upper and lower lip touches and you can try that you start saying ah and you close the lip ma comes and across the world the word for mother either starts with a or ma that becomes the first word a baby says and it has such a profound impact 
from there you start creating your world so your first world as a child is only restricted to your mother then your father then uh, your family comes in and slowly it keeps expanding it keeps building up and as you start expanding you start creating meanings out of each of the word and then we start making the world around it now as we start making the world around it we also then start including ourselves into the world as if we are a third person and we start looking at ourselves as how our family friends relatives look at us and whatever they say we generally imitate that or believe that as a gospel because they are our people and they don't say it with an intention to turn you into something but sometimes they say oh he is such a lovely person or oh, he is so shy he, he looks uh, cute or this and that and then that becomes the world and from there we start operating and then something if contradictory comes suddenly to that view it may shatter or if complimenting comes it reinforces and we start either disbelieving or believing disbelieving or believing and like you said around the age of 5 or 6 you define yourself in some manner and you start running your entire world that you are 60 and you are still believing in that this is the world that i live in now the first step i feel is just becoming aware that the world that we have created with our words and the second would be only when you become aware you can do something about it that it's a created world when you realize you probably can see the myth in it so i am this i am that i am shy i am afraid to talk on stage i am less expressive i can't dance i can't sing i have a bad handwriting like you said all these are the created conversations and i would only urge our listeners also to pause for a second and see what is that i am dash fill in the blanks and see where did it come for the first time so only when we look at such an example can we take this conversation further as well but for the sake of our conversation the first word that we create is mother not a complex word at that sense but in its essence it means i ma mummy mother or uh, whatever that is and it has such a profound relationship because it starts with that and then the second letter is also ba or pa which comes from uh, comes to father and we start then slowly building the world around us through that so it's very interesting as a process in itself when we look at the origin of how words start coming up and then we start picking up so if you look at even all the etymologies of words we will see some or the other basic fundamental root into the way we speak language absolutely shantish so uh, and as you said as we start creating some beliefs and that's the stage where it gets 
kind of complicated you can say or kind of tricky because those beliefs from those words then start leading our life and as you said maybe something like my handwriting is not good may have some impact but then just imagine the kind of beliefs one creates like i am not good enough or i am not loved enough or i am not wanted now these kind of things can go beyond uh, a certain limit and then can complicate things to a very larger extent especially as an adult when you are operating in the outer world and the moment we catch we are left with choice whether that belief is a disempowering belief or a empowering belief of course there is a lot of literature and lot of content available in nlp when it comes to disempowering and empowering belief nlp is nothing but neuro linguistic programming and the word programming typically if we look that analogy with computer programming computer programming is also based on a language whether you use the old age basic pascal or fortran kind of a language or today's uh, uh, python kind of a language it is all based on language so our operating system also is based on a language and that language gets formed as you rightly said at around the age of 5 6 7 when we are not mature enough to form that programming or do that programming we are not expert developers or expert uh, creators of algorithm but the once that algorithm gets created it starts ruling our life it tells us where to go where not to go it tells us what to do what mm-hmm. not to do it tells us what to take what not to take and then we are stuck with that unless and until we catch and do something about it mm we are stuck in a matrix absolutely and the problem there we is that we start believing that that is who we are if it was clear to us that this is my point of view or this is my belief then you are free because you know that this is just your point of view whether you like it or not like it is another thing but you know it but the moment you relate to it as who you are now that becomes a challenge because any other point of view for you looks like an attack it looks like a counter um uh, idea for your thought process and then you are not ready to listen to it ready to uh, understand it and even then we can see the communication with people around us becomes a struggle even if your intention is good because of the words which we are using the conversation becomes a struggle we have seen that both the sides sometimes uh, with the same intention with the right usage of words it becomes very smooth ease and graceful with same intention at sometimes because of some other words being used it goes in a very different direction it lands to the other person in a very different direction and then the expected result is nowhere near and mm. we end up uh, then getting into compromises adjustments and trying to find a in between road which we don't want to walk on and it it leaves us dissatisfied when particularly when the words are governing us and we are creating our entire world as adults because of some statement we have made as a child whether it that world that we create is favorable or unfavorable for us it leaves us dissatisfied now unfavorable leaving us dissatisfied i understand that oh i have a terrible handwriting and that leaves you dissatisfied but oh i have a good handwriting how can that leave me dissatisfied then an example of that would be simply that i am looking constantly for a validation that somebody looks at my handwriting and appreciates so i have now put it on a board or somewhere i have written and the entire class just reads it like another note and does not say anything about it or 
uh, I have gone into a handwriting contest and somebody else win or I was not even commended for my handwriting or my teacher did not say anything and those expectations are never met and so again it constantly keeps you dissatisfied so somebody who sometimes suddenly then validates becomes your favorite and the ones who don't validate you becomes your sort of enemy and we kind of put people into those boxes that these are the ones who love me these are the ones who don't love me these are the ones who are my friends these are not my friends and we don't say it necessarily out like that uh, because humans are very smart in that manner that when we say out it it sounds so stupid but subconsciously we keep playing that word is our little child is still playing its game and we don't even realize we let it play with us so how do you then realize recognize and can you even break that program absolutely so first coming back to your point of once those words get programmed in our system uh, subconsciously we keep looking for that so when a person is using those words we may not consciously be categorizing or putting them in the different box but subconsciously yes just by that one word it can trigger to put a particular person in box x box x or box y so that's how it gets started now recognizing it is a catch because first you have to recognize that there is programming in place so unless and until the conditioning and programming is agreed because most of the times you are not even acknowledging or aware of the fact that we have programmed ourselves so that's the beginning of it i would say so once we realize that it is all coming from conditioning all coming from programming i am not even going into what is right programming and wrong programming or right conditioning and wrong conditioning because we are not the experts on that but when it comes to recognizing i think that is the path towards freedom because then and recognizing happens probably like with the earlier example or exercise that we asked our audience i am fill in the blank and recognizing that i am this coming from your childhood somewhere when you were 4 5 6 7 years old you defined that statement i am at the basic of that statement and around that then you have add the spices the masala to it to make it mean something now even more complex but i am shy then you defined it with i have stage fright or this and that but essentially the fundamental you defined it as a child recognizing that you have defined it back in this particular incident of yours is step one is am i correct yeah absolutely correct uh, and one particular disclaimer which i want to put here is in these kind of conversations i have observed the person who has a programming that uh, i am smart to be fooled kind of a thing they may <laughs> want to stay away from this conversation because it's a kind of a count, uh, it's a paradoxical kind of a <laughs> statement which you give yourself because you are so aware that you don't want to be open to anything now so uh, that itself can also be a catch and many a times i have seen things like this trigger people and then they are either they become very aggressive and violent saying that all this is useless rubbish and all or they become uh, dejected and they don't take interest into it anymore so that's just a warning and which is possible so we just need to check and be with it for some time and that's how it should be taken i would say yeah and what happens after recognizing then what should be the step 
I don't know. To be very honest, I'm not going to look into it as a step, but I think it is up to everyone now what step to take. I think once you realize that what I'm drinking is not coffee, but something which is uh, not good for my health or uh, something which is not helping me, I have a choice. I think that choice people know what to do about it once they catch themselves. So it, I think it is catching, which is important. Mm. Post that people know what to do. No, knowing does not help, but I am obese. I have to go to gym. I know that, but knowing does not help. I am drinking a lot of coffee. I should cut down on my coffee or cut down on my cigarettes. Knowing does not help. People know that they are smoking. People know that they are drinking excess coffee. People know that they are gaining weight. They also know that they have to cut down smoking or cut down coffee or cut down or go to the gym. But knowing does not help. That is why I am trying to figure out what is step two. perhaps knowing does not help could be one of our other conversations but coming to this how do you overcome that i think realizing that is is a myth is also an important step here because we become lethargic and i am this i am that she is this she is that he is this he is that we define everything and like i am this was a created conversation is it possible that he is or she is is also a created conversation we define somebody because we put them into those boxes whether they obliged with us or they rejected us so called rejected or they did not agree to what we agree they did not appreciate my handwriting so they are not good people i put them into boxes and then i defined that person as arrogant or as unkind or so on and so forth absolutely but whatever i defined not necessarily i say prasanna is a very kind person not necessarily the entire world sees you that way so for somebody prasanna is very bossy is dominating for somebody prasanna is xyz so who is real here and therefore is becomes a myth and the moment you realize is is a myth then to go to the gym i have gained excess weight i have to go to the gym oh i am tired or my legs are hurting everything then also is created as a myth uh, of course they may be hurting and of course you may be tired but it amplifies the moment you reinforce it with words does that happen absolutely so i completely agree when you say that we also the way we create ourselves we are also creating the other person so there is no doubt about it and then once you create the other person and label the other person you start finding evidences to prove that it is correct you keep looking at how do you justify your own creations and unfortunately the person then starts landing to you that same way and that simply mm. because simply because that is your creation so the moment i say that this is good or this is bad it will always be good or bad for me because it starts in the whole definition the programming is done in such a way so there mm. is no scope there is no escape after that absolutely and to complete our conversation what comes to my mind is like you said this is our creation and like i create my world with my words in my head about me i create 
others definition also in my head about me or about them and i start creating the entire world within so if you look at the world outside there is nothing outside actually what you see is a series of objects but what you make it mean within you makes the entire world so there is no world outside the world that is there is all in our head created only by us and that's something as a thought that we should ponder upon with that we complete our today's conversation thank you thank you for listening for more such podcasts and daily writings subscribe us on creating13.com that is creating13.com we request you to share this podcast with your friends and family and anyone who may be interested in such topics your sharing will only help us to reach out to people and to serve our cause you can follow us on facebook instagram or twitter we've put the links in the description you can also listen to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform now we hope that you've enjoyed this episode and we wish to have you with us again next week for listening a new episode until then take care